0: commencement chapel is this amazing moment. It's actually kind of the one moment when all of the academic life and rhythms of Tyndale kind of converge, where all of the academic initiatives in the university and the seminary that function 12 months of the year all of a sudden come together in this commencement chapel. In the spring and into the summer, new doctoral students joined others in the Doctor of Ministry program the the new education first-year cohort have been on campus since August, joining the second-year cohort that ends its educational journey in November. Some students began their university and their seminary life during summer school, and now new students have arrived on campus on the first day of September, some in residence, some commuting but probably the only problem with this commencement chapel is that it misses all the students that are taking classes in the evenings and on weekends and online. Did you know, for instance, that 400 students this semester are registered in online courses? We can always tell those that have recently arrived to the returning students. The vets are the ones that know how to get around and the other ones are the ones that look like deer in a headlight as they're trying to figure out why the second floor is 400 <laughs> and the basement is 200 and where is the library which is supposed to be on the second level but is actually in 200 and not on the second floor have any of you had that problem yeah. I, I guarantee you that you will work it out eventually For you who are new, we need to tell you that you've come to a place that has a long history, and don't let the construction out in the front fool you. This place has 127 years of history, of a time when Hudson Taylor, the great China missionary, came to Toronto in the late 1800s, and he preached in churches and all of a sudden birthed by a Baptist, a Methodist, an Anglican, and a Presbyterian, Toronto Toronto Bible College, with the sole kind of understanding to create a missionary force that would go overseas. Over 115 years of history as a Bible college and a seminary. And then something changed. We began to realize that mission was everywhere. There was a discovery, or maybe it would be better to say that there was a rediscovery, that living a faithful life as followers of Jesus meant taking seriously your vocational call wherever you are. In 2003, a university was born. A legislation from the provincial government gave us the right to offer undergraduate university education. An independent university privately funded, publicly accountable, and the largest graduate school of theology in Canada, on Bayview near Steeles, was born. This place has had over 400, or four, not 400, four geographical locations. It's even had even more name changes. But Tyndale has always sought to be faithful as a place of education, and a place of formation. Tyndale has always in this long history sought to serve as an incubator of faith development and intellectual knowledge, a place where living faithfully but engaged with the world was called to reach out for Christ. This place has always been a place that launched people into occupations with the tools to navigate and negotiate their faith effectively wherever God placed them. A legacy of people who came to study here is part of our history. They were the people who came so that they might know Jesus more fully and that they might gain him. Paul is coming to the end in his letter in Philippians. He's summing up his point. In fact, I love the way that he begins the fourth chapter. It shows the special place and the intimate feelings that Paul feels for the Philippians. I don't know why. Maybe they just never gave him as much trouble as the other ones. But listen to what he says. He gives them advice. Kind of one last shot over the bow as a call to live more fully in Christ. He's doing so after, if you look at the context, after this marvelous statement of faithful living at the end of chapter 3, he says this, I consider everything loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, he says, that I might gain in Christ and be found in him alone. And then he writes this. Therefore, brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord. Dear friends, now, he's about to describe how that, become, how that can be done, but let me just pause for just a moment and speak to the incoming class of this university and seminary. You do well to remember this at your first commencement chapel, that first and foremost, Tyndale is a place where Jesus Christ is preeminent. It is our legacy of 127 years at this place that we now call Tyndale, and it continues to be foundational. Even our namesake, the name chosen in the 2000s to embody who who we are, is an example of what that is like. Our namesake is William Tyndale. He showed us the way. He was a man of great intellect, able to speak seven languages with an adept proficiency in ancient Hebrew and Greek. He was a priest with intellectual gifts and a disciplined life that probably would have taken him a long way in the church if he had not had one great passion. His deepest desire was to have people to be able to read the good news of Jesus Christ in their mother tongue, English, And this became his life obsession. It was a time of power and hiddenness. And the society at that time, the Church of Christendom, did not want an English translation. And in fact, the bishop of that time denied his request and he fled to Europe, fearing for his life. But he translated the New Testament into English. And it was smuggled into England, where it was received with great enthusiasm amongst the the commoners, but less than enthusiastic responses from the powerful forces at that time. They were furious, and they began to plan a way to silence Tyndale. During that time, Tyndale declared his commitment to Christ. He said, My part be not in Christ if mine heart be not to follow and live according to what I teach." He was betrayed. He was put on trial for the heresy of translating the Bible into English. And in early August 1536, Tyndale was condemned as a heretic, degraded from the priesthood, and delivered to the secular authorities for punishment. On Friday, October the 6th, After local officials took their seats, Tyndale was brought to the middle of the town square, was given a chance to recant, which he didn't. One English historian said that he said, Lord, open the King of England's eyes. And then he was bound to a beam, an iron chain, and a rope was put around his neck. Gunpowder was added to the brush and the logs, and he was burned at the stake. That's our heritage. That's our legacy. Our name was chosen to embody all that this legacy was about. Tyndale is rooted in a love and a desire to follow Jesus Christ. And that's the way of promise for you who have come to study here. We want you to become a revolutionary people. We want you to become a people able to think and to reflect critically about your world and the things that you are learning. We want you to become a movement of faithful people who decide to live differently. I lost my page. I found it. We want you to be a people in a world which seek too often to live only for themselves and instead live for others. No matter what your occupation is, we will expect you as graduates to live as a particular people, a followers of Jesus Christ, and a peculiar people, slightly out of step with the society in which God has placed us. And if you are a person who has come to Tyndale, even just attracted by this faith component, or at least willing to live within its commitments, we want you to be intrigued by the way it is lived out in the lives of our staff and our faculty and our students. Paul is pointing to this particularity. He's pointing to this peculiar nature of who we are in the passage that was read this morning. They appear to be a ragtag collection of thoughts of a motley crew of Christians in Philippi, but we view them that way at our peril. They are, in fact, disciplines, a rule of life that we are called to. Listen to this. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Shalom, will be with you. New students, you've come to a place where administrative staff, professors, and faculty have chosen this particular place and heard a call to be here so that they can make a difference. By coming here, they are also committing themselves to not simply a job, but to a way of living. They won't always get it right, but it is their plumb line. It's their active measurement of their teaching of their work. Do they live out this discipline of order? It's much more difficult to be a Christian university, and truthfully, I would suggest you, it is probably more difficult to be a student here. The simple fact is that by coming here, it is no longer simply about you just getting an education. It is about a calling to be people on the journey of how to rejoice always and to dwell on that which is good and to allow a growing faithfulness to Jesus to open up to you to the possibilities of living in a particular way and in a peculiar way in the society God has placed us. Tyndale's twofold mission is both educational and transformational. It's focused on that end. When you graduate, it is not just the accomplishment of an educational process, but it is a call to live a journey of difference, to live responsibly as followers of Jesus, absolutely sold out to the idea of what might be in the light of God's call on your lives. And our alumni will show you the way. They've been doing this for over 120 years. In the 1950s, Arden came to the London College of Bible and Mission, one of our names of one of our institutions that joined together. He thought he came so that he would be prepared for the mission field. But instead, he discovered a sense of vocational call to architecture, and he developed all of the architectural programs that are now part of Conestoga College. Whitney came to study psychology at Tyndale U. She interned and worked at a center for autism and then completed an MA in applied disability studies at Brock and while continuing to work in her field, now teaches here part-time in our psychology program. Philip studied at Tyndale and he's an award-winning design visionary in marketing design and technology. Lorna studied in the degree completion program, received a degree, and now heads up the largest Christian broadcasting company in Canada. Harding was a medical doctor who felt a call to pastoral ministry while practicing as a physician, and he now pastors a large church whose vision for reaching into the community has meant taking over an old warehouse and renovating it as a community center. Emily studied international development and business here. She graduated, and she's now marketing and fundraising director with the Hamilton Food Bank. Shant, he felt that God laid on his heart to make the best hamburger in the city of Toronto. And he created the Burger Priest. You don't get free hamburgers if you're Tyndall. <laughs> you don't even get them if you're the president. Sharon came to the seminary with this nagging sense that God may be calling her to pastoral ministry, which was not necessarily something that was affirmed in her denomination. But still, she came with a God sense that God had something in store for her. Her preaching and leadership gifts were affirmed. She now serves as a senior pastor of a thriving congregation here in Ontario. More recently, Jeremy Dawson took an MA in philosophy after he did his BA in philosophy here at Tyndale. And at Ryerson, in that MA, he won the gold medal in the humanities. And as part of the next chapter of his life, he's received a Canadian research scholarship for $105,000 so that he can study for his PhD at the University of British Columbia. These are the, there's so many more that I could tell you. It didn't just happen when they decided to come to university or to seminary, as some might think. It's somehow bred in the bone in this place. It's part of our DNA that lives in an institution. Whatever its name has been, this is what we have about been about. Whatever its geographical location has been, this is what we are about. Students, each day of your education here will begin with choices. Are you open to growing and learning? Are you open to allowing your mind to be stretched from the little boxes that you have framed? Are you willing to live more and more deeply into the promise of God's love on your life? Are you open to think and learn to think? Are you open to be formed in your character in such a way as you are peculiarly out of sync often with the world that God has placed you? Are you willing to live a particularity of faith that dwells on the things that really matter what is true what is noble what is right what is pure what is lovely what is admirable what is excellent or praiseworthy then if you are then welcome to the journey welcome to the Tyndale experience, to a university and a seminary that wants to shape the people that will live a peculiar life and a particular mission. If you are, then welcome to Tyndale. Amen.